0: Hello, welcome to today's episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about the number one mistake I see in offer development or offer creation and how to set yourself up for success in avoiding that. Now, I did a poll on Instagram. If you're not over there, go and uh, connect with me on Instagram at robin.gunning. It's also linked in the show notes, but I shared a poll in my stories where I talked about how important it is to create the right offer, right? An offer that attracts the right people that actually sells at the price point that you're looking for. And most importantly as well, gets a transformation for your people. So it needs to attract, it needs to sell, and it needs to transform and This is actually a little bit trickier than I think people realize. So it's an essential moving part of your business, of course. It's the thing that you offer. It's the thing that you sell. It's the thing that you monetize. It's what gives you your profits. And in the age of webinars and freebies and funnels and all of these things, that we are bombarded with, especially from business coaches. And yes, I'm speaking to you as a business coach, but I think that we have forgotten the art and science of the very beginning, the kernel of all of that stuff. The seed is the offer, right? We need to plant the right offer in the right soil to see it grow and blossom. And a lot of people are doing this wrong, which is why I wanted to share this episode with you, really. So the biggest mistake I see, let's just jump right into it, is that too many service providers, coaches, consultants, anybody who has created a coaching offer with content, the biggest mistake that they are doing is they are giving away so much in one offer, just so much content, all the things, right? All the bells and whistles. And this is a little bit counterintuitive because I know if you're anything like how I used to be in my early years, you're thinking, but I want to give so much value. I want to really give them everything they're going to need. I need to show them that I know what I'm doing and I don't want to hold back, right? And well, that comes from a really beautiful place, and I see you in the desire to be deeply of service and to be generous, right? Generosity is absolutely a core pillar for me and my life in my business as well. But it's really important to understand where that's coming from, firstly, which I'll get into in a minute here. But secondly, it's also really important to understand that as coaches and space holders, We're not giving away information, right? A lot of us are selling a transformation. And so if you're selling a transformation, then we only need the information that specifically leads to the transformation. And we need to remove the information that confuses, overwhelms, is too advanced, is not advanced enough. We really need to find that sweet spot of giving content that is going to move the needle for our people, but without overwhelming them and getting them stuck because they're just in that state of paralysis from the quantity of information that you're throwing at them. So actually what I like to do now with my clients and in my own offers is I like to get honest about what needs to actually come out of the offer, especially now I'm talking about the content, the curriculum, all of that, like what needs to get removed, what needs to be taken away so that we can get our people closer to the results that they want faster, more easeful, and more clearly. Okay. Now I'm speaking from experience here. I have made this mistake in the past, and I came from that place of wanting to just give so much value and blow away my people with content. I wanted to add all the bells and whistles until I got honest with myself and realized that some of that was not actually from a deep place of generosity, but some of that was coming from some of my wounds, okay? So it was coming from a wounded place around people-pleasing, overgiving, my insecurities about wanting to like prove that I know what I'm talking about. There was for sure some ego involved in that. And then the fear, the fear that I just always wanted people to walk away knowing that they received a lot of value. And I used the content and the bells and whistles to cement that. Instead of these reasons <laughs> of creating content, I should have, and which I do now, leaned into groundedness, a reclamation of power, clarity, uh conciseness, understanding. The difference between information that transforms and information that's maybe just nice to have, or it's fuller, or it overwhelms. And for me, this came with practice a lot of practice, a lot of trial and error, a lot of feedback loops with my clients and people I've worked with, understanding. And this is why, side note, I always suggest getting that one on one experience because when you're working in a one on one container, it's easy to see where there's gaps and to fill them and where there's overwhelm and to remove them, right? You can really customize the experience there. And so I learned this through working with a lot of one-on-one clients and seeing patterns. So there were patterns where people would get stuck. There were patterns where people would get hung up uh, just by watching the content, engaging in the content, specifically around tech stuff. And there were parts where I noticed that no one ever like engaged with the content. It was just not content that needed to be learned or absorbed or integrated in order for us to get them epic results. And so from doing that feedback loop, I was able to really distill the essentials in my curriculum, in my content, and also create a guide to help people know how to navigate through the content right and so that's all really really important understanding right understanding that the transformation is what we are marketing not the information unless of course you have a specific offer that is about the information that's different right like if you're selling um like an Instagram reels course well yeah then, of course, you need all the information that they need. But again, be honest with yourself about what it is that is essential to know and what's actually going to hold them back from creating Reels and getting online and moving the needle on their Instagram community growth, right? So just being really honest with yourself about what's not necessary And I remember signing up for a program. There was, it was a a very hyped up program. I was excited about it. And I was just really excited to see the content, like to get into the program, to dive into the juiciness of what I expected to learn. And there was really not much content. (laughs) There wasn't a lot going on. And I was so disappointed. I was like, Literally on the verge of buyer's remorse simply from logging in and not seeing the content that I expected. And from this place of being discouraged, I realized as I really started to dive into the program and immerse myself in it, I realized when I was knee deep in the experience of the program, (coughs) excuse me, that so much of the power that I was experiencing, the transformation that I was going through, came from the entire experience of the program, not just the content. And for me, that was eye-opening because I realized that I would put so much emphasis on the content, but there's so many ways to give our people an amazing experience. And this program really did that well. There was a lot of layers to the experience that supported me beyond the content. And so I didn't get stuck on the content. I didn't get overwhelmed by needing to watch hours and hours and hours of content of videos or all the things. It was really distilled beautifully. And this was my, I would say TSN turning point, right? Where I saw it as, the like client as the person in the experience, I experienced that there's so much more to an offer than content. So on that note, (laughs) I want you to think about your offer where too much content is causing your clients to possibly freeze or panic or get overwhelmed to the point where they're lost. And then they're so lost, they don't even know where they need help because they don't know. What questions to even ask to not get lost, right? This is not going to get us the transformation and the results we want for our clients. So what we do, we brain dump all the things that you want to include, that you think you should include, right? Literally brain dump them all, put them on sticky notes on your wall or write them down. I'm old school, so I'm always a pen and paper kind of girl at first. And then when I trim it down and I've refined it, then I'll plug it into a a desktop software spreadsheet or something like that. But really brain dump everything you think should be included and then go through and circle what is absolutely essential. So what's essential? Like non-negotiable. What's a nice to have and then what's a not not necessary to have, right? The fuller stuff. Really weed it out. And if you've got feedback from people who've taken your program or clients you've worked with, again, you want to really integrate that feedback loop into the trimming of your content, the curriculum. Also, if you've had you know, calls or, uh, Voxer sessions or Facebook group comments, anything where you can pick up a pattern, make a note of that as you filter through your content. The second thing is now that you know exactly what's essential, you're going to make sure that you're absolutely presenting that content in a way that's going to be digestible, it's going to speak to different learners, right? So we have our audio learners, our visual learners, we have kinesthetic learners, we've got reading, writing learners, we've got verbal learners, there's a lot of different learning styles. And so as you're thinking about how you're presenting that content, think about how you can create different layers to sort of support all the different kinds of learners that you will be working with, all right? Now, what you're gonna do for your non-essential content is I would just put that on the side and I would use that in like free content, inspiration, because it's still amazing content, right? There's still value to it, but it's not directly essential to your signature process, your framework, your core curriculum that you're coaching people through. So that's still inspiration for for content elsewhere. Um, and then the stuff that's nice to have, but it's not 100% essential, if you're really attached to it, I like to create bonuses from that content or um, like a a bonus module, so that could be incentives for early birds, it could be a thank you gift for people who who give you a testimonial or provide feedback for you, it could just be bonuses that you include in the program for everybody, but it's a standalone from the core curriculum, the core content that's really going to actually help your people get the transformation that they want. All right. Now, the last point on this is that there's definitely a mindset or an embodiment side of this. As I said, I was integrating a lot of my wounds into my curriculum because I was people pleasing. I was trying to please everybody. I was wanting to overgive. I was allowing my own insecurities and fear around worthiness creep in and wanting to prove myself, right? Like ego stuff was in there too, so coming back to the truth that your work right is meaningful and that there's so many ways to support your clients, but you don't have to create content or overgive or get lean into people-pleasing in order to help your people get the transformation that they're looking for. It's important to distinguish what's your stuff. Like for me, I had my own stuff in there. Like what's your stuff and then what's actually of service to your people. All right. And in that process, trusting yourself to create a powerful experience, even if it looks different to some of the traditional programs you've done or the traditional structures of a coaching container. There's a lot of different ways that you can package your content, present it, uh, integrate your signature framework. Create supportive resources, all of those things that will supplement your client's transformation without suffocating them. All right. So, this is an essential part of creating an offer that attracts, that sells, and transforms. Now, Obviously, there's other moving pieces, so go onto my website or click on the link below to download a new epic resource I've created to help you get clear about how to truly create an amazing offer from all the different angles, okay? There's going to be a lot of different angles that I'm going to talk about in that resource, So it's going to really guide you through the different things that you need to think of. This is one of them, the content, not overwhelming people with your content, but there's a lot of different layers that I want to guide you through because as I said, there's an art and a science to creating an amazing offer that attracts, that sells and transforms. And I want you to have your hands on that because it is the seed, it's the kernel that we need in order to create an amazing business for you. All right show notes for the link. You can also go to my website, robingetting.com for the link. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. Thank you so much for being here. I love you.